Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, how are you this good morning? Good morning. I am doing great. This, this is, is my time of the year. Yeah, <laughs> fall, Christmas, holidays. Uh, we're uh, in between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas now, so mm-hmm. it's uh, going to be fun. Of course, you and I aren't quite there yet because we're taping a little bit ahead of time, and uh, actually we're working hard to to get ahead of it because uh, we're going to take some time off at the Thanksgiving right. time and at Christmas as well. So uh, we're working hard to do that and get ahead of things and make sure that we have plenty of time for our family. We're actually going to have a little to session. just enjoy the season, right? Yeah. We're going to have a session uh, with you and Dan and Linda and I and talk about uh, preparing for the holidays uh, and to, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and, and again, it will, will, this is really important, but it's really simple is, are you going to enjoy it or is it going to be a burden? Uh, mm, yeah. And most, most Christians actually look at it as kind of a burden. Uh, everything changes, routines change, and then all the activity that we aren't used to doing is now piled on us. And mm-hmm. uh, it's I hear the statement of, I'll sure be glad when it's over. <laughs> mm. uh, and God says, well, no, I, I want it to go the opposite direction. I want it to be right. a joy. And we'll, and we'll right. talk more about that. So uh, you and I have been talking about prayer, uh, believing prayer, uh, connecting to the life of the spirit. Uh, as we've set it up, uh, it's always about uh, the dialogue, the relationship, the opportunity of uh, joining the Holy Spirit and seeking God's will, receiving God's will. Uh, and living out God's will. And we get to do mm-hmm. that uh, personally. We get to do that with our spouse. We get to do that with our friends. We get to do that within our inner circle. And we uh, are learning uh, the simplicity of it. And that is that uh, that kingdom come. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to live in the kingdom where you're the king. Um, I Which sur- means surrendering sur- to his kingship. I surrender uh, to your, uh, my will to your will. And then I seek your will. That will mm-hmm. be done in my life and those around me, and I'm going to assist everybody in in receiving that. So, uh, with that premise uh, to help understand what really prayer is all about, um, we have gotten a question uh, that kind of says, "Yeah, but what happens when?" Um, and this can be, by the way, in organizations. It, this can uh, be in circles, this can be in small group, this can be in friendships, this can be in families. Uh, the same activity can happen. So why don't you go ahead and, and set up the question and then we can process a little bit and we'll go ahead and take a little bit of time. It's a, it's a good point in our in our series to kind of talk about this and to highlight a few things. So mm, Great. Yeah, it's a little bit of a lengthy question, so um, bear with me, but I think it's it's a good one says, I've worked in several different ministry organizations to which God clearly indicated I was to go work. 
As an abiding Christ follower, I continually have sought his voice during my time at these organizations. God has revealed wisdom and interesting details that were not otherwise known. That goes with so much of what we've been teaching already. And these organizations benefited from that wisdom which God revealed. Yet at each organization, what I have witnessed is unchristlike behavior from the senior leadership in each organization. I'm grieved by the behavior I've seen in those who call themselves Christian. Through my experience in Christian ministry, I have witnessed far worse behavior than I've ever seen in my 16 years in the corporate world. I guess my question is really this. What's up with that? <laughs> um, says, it seems as though these Christians use God's word to do whatever they want to do, stamping it with this idea that somehow they're God's chosen one. Um, but what does this do to other Christians, particularly those who are babes in their faith? What this does to them has them existing in a place where there's no freedom in Christ. And because God's word said he is the one who establishes authorities, principalities, and powers, these individuals feel as though they have to follow orders or they're sinning. Essentially, they're working under a pharaoh, but are being told they're working for Jesus. Um, digging this, in, digging into this in a future podcast would be great, <laughs> essentially. So he'd love your insight on that. Yep. Um, well, uh, again, as we uh, look at uh, the situation, you know, with uh, believers, particularly, um, we we function, and we've talked about this. Uh, yes, we are, we know our eternal destiny. If mm -hmm. we, if we've truly received Christ as our Lord and Savior, uh, we will be with him in eternity. Um, uh, Paul makes a statement in first Corinthians three. Um, uh, are you building your foundation on Christ mm -hmm. or do you go build on your own foundation, which is what he calls sand and it falls apart and either you have, uh, you know, precious gems and things are valuable and you, and you mm -hmm. get rewarded for that in eternity, or you build it on wood, hay, stubble, and it all gets burned up of, of no value. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so we got to understand that just because we're a believer, that it doesn't mean that we live according to uh, walking with God we could do everything that has a worthlessness to it, or we can do it by walking with God. And then in Romans 8, he tells us what that looks like. Um, he says, um, if you uh, operate in the flesh self, mm -hmm. you're uh, putting to death the power of the Holy Spirit. Basically, we've talked about interceding, communicating, working to fulfill God's will. You're at enmity against God. Mm -hmm. You cannot please God. And you're working against God and his purposes uh, of his will. So that means why? Well, because I've sought my own will. Okay, now, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's likely and possible uh, that uh, people who wind up in positions of authority, and by the way, this could be, designated authority where I'm like, I'm a, I'm a leader of a church. Or I'm a leader of a ministry. Um, and I, I, everybody looks to me as the authority cause I've been designated that, mm -hmm. uh, it could be implied. And that is that, um, let's say you're in a small group and there's one or two people that are dominant 
mm-hmm. and everybody kind of uh, acquiesces to them because they tend to become dominant. And now it's implied that they're in leadership of, of my group. They're not officially in leadership. They could be a small mm-hmm. group leader, but they've taken leadership or it could be a friend or it could be a family uh, where somebody is dominating with, I want to fulfill my own will. Okay, now here's mm. here's where the rub is. Uh, is that, first of all, it happens all the time, uh, mm-hmm. just in general. Uh, so that, uh, for example, um, I'm sure people have worked in a corporation, in a secular corporation. Right. And a leader has said, you better do it my way or else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you disagree, then you need to leave or I'm going to fire you, terminate you because it's my way or the highway. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's a natural position of somebody who thinks that I have the authority to exercise it and I'm self-centered and I just want to do everything my way and everybody around me, I'm going to get them to do it my way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's an, it's kind of a natural way of operating, which, you know, we, we could look at, for example, um, let's take a dictator of a country. Mm-hmm. Does he care about what the people think at all? No. No. Uh, I'm doing it my way and you better do it. Actually, I, I, if you don't do it my way, I'll kill you. Um, get to that, you know, level of authority. So it's a, it's a natural part of self-centeredness is if I can get into a position of authority and I can get everybody else to do what I want to do, I'm going to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's just in general and normal. Okay, now, in Christian circles, and this is what shocks you know, this, this uh, person that gave this question, is aren't we supposed to be different? Right. Um, and shouldn't we be pursuing things differently than the world where the person in authority is dictating everything according to their selfish desires? And the Mm -hmm. answer is not necessarily because why? Well, they can still be operating in the flesh, Mm -hmm. not following the spirit. Why? Well, because that's how they're choosing, (coughs) choosing to live. If they choose, remember, this is all true. If they choose to follow the flesh, they put the, they've separated themselves from, from God they are at enmity against God and they cannot please mm-hmm. God. And it's absolute. See, so so what do we do? Um, if I'm in that position and I'm a Christian, I play. I, I can play what's called, what I call the God card. Mm-hmm. Is I'm in this authority because God put me here. God tells me what to do and I'm telling you what to do. And if you don't do it, um, I'm going to be upset with you and cause you either you're guilty of not following God because he told me mm. or you're opposing me. And now I'm going to come against you and basically either get rid of you or punish you. Uh, right. Well, there's something missing in that whole thing. Um, Humility for one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because um, what are we called to do? To seek what? To seek God's will. To seek God's will. Uh, and we've talked about intercession. We've talked about the body. Mm-hmm. We've talked about community. Even in a, an organization, is uh, let's together go seek God's will together. Um, I'm a facilitator of this. Uh, I have been given this leadership position. That's true. Mm-hmm. But not to lord it over you and tell you that God told me to tell you, 
and you'd better, mm-hmm. but rather, um, here's what I'm hearing. You tell me what you're hearing and we'll process it until we get clarity and get confirmation. My role as a leader is to process that until we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm not going to let us quit on it and I'm not going to let us uh, short circuit it, but rather I'm going to keep processing for us to come to conclusions that we all get to share if you have a heart to go. And actually, mm-hmm. if I'm seeking God's will and I'm a leader, what do I want you to do? To be seeking God's will and to, to follow to it. To seek God's will with me and, and what do mm-hmm. you hear? Okay, now, um, is that the way it goes? Not necessarily like this person uh, demonstrated is that it seems like there's a lot of unethical behavior. There's a lot of things that, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Just alone this. I'm telling you as a leader, you'd better do this because I'm ordained and you're not. Mm. Eh, not true. Uh, the Holy Spirit is in you, he's, he's in me. Uh, you're not ordained as the sole voice of anything. Um, so if you make that statement, I automatically know it's self-centered. And mm-hmm. I automatically know that you're abusing that power that, that you've been given in that position to just exercise your own will. Okay, now, mm-hmm. uh, let's say I'm a, uh, a person within that organization um, and I've got somebody that I'm experiencing. I think it seems to me they're abusing their power because they declare that everything that they do is is exactly right. And I, I can't confirm that in my spirit. I think maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel good about this. Uh, it doesn't resonate with me. Okay. When that happens, uh, what would God have you do? Now, you're, you're, you are, you know, I said you are to surrender to the authority. So that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you to do? I think you go to his scriptures on conflict resolution, really. And you would be going first to that person and presenting them, you know, presenting this question to them and seeing if they want to go to God's will together in that, right? Well, uh, that would be that would be part of it. The first thing you would do, and this is remember, you're in prayer. Mm-hmm. What what are you seeking first? Oh, first God's will. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Silly. Yep. You're right. <laughs> so let's let's back up a step and say, okay, Father, I got this problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, here I am. Um, it seems to me that there's some abuse going on here. And what do you uh, have to say about and this? And what do you got to say about this? Uh, you know, to me, which he could say at the moment, just, I don't want you saying it. I don't want you doing anything. Mm-hmm. Just, just follow along and you do your, you still work and you do your best. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing for you to do at the moment. Uh, or, uh, I would like you to be a messenger of truth. I'd mm-hmm. like you to go to that person. And by the way, there's a biblical process to that. Uh, It's you go to him privately or her privately Mm -hmm. and you say, you know, I'm observing this and it doesn't seem to me this is of God. Mm -hmm. And I would urge you to reconsider this. And would you be willing to open this up further that instead of you declaring that, you know, God's will, that we start to process that better together as a group or as a, as a Mm -hmm. organization, uh, would you be willing to do that? Um, they could say yes or no. Uh, member free will. 
Right. Uh, they can say, yeah, you know what? I, I really do receive that. Yes, I'd like to consider that. Let, let us change on that. Great. Uh, you've been a messenger of God. Uh, or they say, no, I don't care. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm, I, I get God's answers and you need to follow what I have to do. Okay, based upon that, go back to God. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, now what? Well, I want you to go to the board or I want you to go to the other senior executive or I want you to share that now um, and see where it goes next. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately, by the way, it can be you don't have anywhere to go uh, because that person is the authority and they say, yeah, I don't really care uh, what you say. Um, I'm telling you, do what I want. And I'm, I'm doing it because I, I believe that God's telling me and you need to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. At that point, your question to God is, well, what do you have to say about that? About that? Right. Right. Um, and it could be, you stay with it a little bit longer. Um, mm-hmm. Things are about ready to change. Um, there's going to be something that's going to happen that you'll, you'll see. Or... Yeah, I, you, you've served your purpose well for me. I'm asking you to leave and go to a different place uh, right. to where it's more enjoyable. And meanwhile, you. while you're in this whole process, praying for that person's repentance, because God's heart is for them to be walking in the kingdom. And right. so you, you, want, you want them to come to a place of repentance and this, regardless of how it plays out. Yeah. Um, and, uh, actually, and we'll, we'll cover this again later, but go to, uh, if you got your Bible there, uh, Kathy, go to, uh, second Timothy two verses 20 through 26, second Timothy two, 20 to 26. There, hang on just a second. Okay. 20 to 26. Mm-hmm. Second Timothy um, two, 20 to 26. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. Right. So uh, he says, uh, you stay in shalom, stay in peace. Don't lose your peace. Don't get involved in ignorant disputes, quarreling. Mm-hmm fighting, debating, uh, because you're, you're being drawn into the enemy, which is wants you to fight, particularly, particularly when somebody else has power Mm -hmm. so that, well, I'm going to fight you with my power. And now you're being dragged into the enemy's camp to fight, argue and debate, uh, which by the Mm -hmm. way, doesn't have any benefit to it, partly because somebody who's not willing to face the truth isn't going to go to the truth. One, right. Two is I actually may have more power over you and I can, I can force you, uh, based upon the fact that you're debating me, um, mm-hmm. rather. And what you said is, well, then why don't we pray that, um, they repent, uh, and that they see what they're doing, come to the truth and get released from t- being taken captive to do the will of the enemy, which is, the enemy has, has convinced them 
that they're doing the right thing and that God has mm-hmm. told you to do the right thing and use that power because you, you think you're godly. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, that we got to be released from that so that they can have their senses back, uh, have their own will back and then and then process it. So it's always is. Uh, and this is a question that everybody has to answer all the time. Uh, and everything you're involved in is father, what's the truth? Mm-hmm. And is this is this of you or right. is, is this not of you? And, and 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 see, it's a spiritual thing that you respond to, like for, with example, with your spouse who says, I think mm-hmm. we should. And, and God says, well, to you, well, let me speak to you. And do you, do you feel at peace about that? Or mm-hmm. yeah, something's not right about that. Uh, well, then speak up. Uh, you got to say, yeah, I can't confirm that. Um, I don't yet know, right. but would you be willing to go with me to seek God's will? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you either invite him to come or you don't. Uh, and if they don't come, you can't force them to come. You got to say to God, okay, now what? Right. Uh, with a business, with an organization, with a ministry, with a, a church, uh, do you want me to stay here and keep mm-hmm. doing what I'm doing and see if there's other places for me to go? Because I need to just kind of ignore this, not get engaged in it, but ignore it. Or, yeah, it's time for you to go somewhere else. Uh, that you've done your job here and it's only going to become more oppressive for you. And this group, this church, this organization, this, this uh, scenario isn't of me. And so actually I want to take you to someplace else where mm-hmm. you can be around people that have right. a heart to receive it. By the way, when you go to look at that next thing, one of the questions as you learn this would be to find out, hey, do you guys have a heart to seek God together? Mm-hmm. what's it like? And by the way, do you do due diligence by doing what? Go interview people who work there. Right. What's right. it like there? Is the boss, is it, is a pastor, is the leader, is the head of the ministry, are they collaborative? Are they seeking God's will together or do they kind of dictate things? And you can find mm-hmm. that, you can find that out ahead of time. Uh, and then Absolutely. father, you know, where, where would you have me go? So, uh, uh, I'll give you an example, uh, of, uh, of just a scenario where, uh, you know, you're, you're called into uh, a place of being able to understand, you know, God's truth uh, and your role in that. Uh, so that um, as you're looking at, uh, you know, being part of, of a group, um, I, I was part of an inner circle uh, and one of the uh, gentlemen was, uh, he was divorced uh, and he was out dating uh, properly so, you know, he's out dating, mm-hmm. that, which is okay. Um, and he comes back and says, um, God said that I'm supposed to go buy a house with this girl I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it was, uh, and he's kind of saying, you know, are you guys, can you guys basically say that's okay? You know, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, immediately, you know, it's like, well, Father, I have immediate sense that no, I think I don't feel comfortable with that. Right. Did, did you say in in my, my because I feel uncomfortable? Did you say that? Mm-hmm. And God says no. This isn't for me. He's declaring this for me. Mm-hmm. But this isn't for me. This is a selfish desire. Uh, okay, so you want me to say something? Yes. Uh, okay, so um, I can't confirm that. 
I think this might not be of God, even though you say it's from God. Would you be willing to go further and pursue truth before you ultimately make that decision? Right. Okay, now, at that point, he could have said yes or no. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go do it. God told me to do it. Okay, at my point, I would have said, well, I'm letting you know I can't confirm it. I don't think what you're doing is God's will, but I have nothing more to say to you. If you're going to do it, go do it. You know, I, I, right. can't, I can't control you. Or he can say, yeah, you know what? I'd like to pursue it more, which is what he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I think this God's telling me, but I want to learn this. And so, sure, I'll, I'll go further. Okay, let's get in the word. And we get in the word and process it. And that's that having the heart to go to God and yeah. to surrender, right? Uh, and let's go find out. And then when he gets into the word, he realizes that, wait a second, um, I would be unequally yoked until mm-hmm. um, I decide that we are going to be married. And then I could go do it, but not prior to I'm limiting the truth about even are we supposed to be together. And mm-hmm. I'm certainly not supposed to violate the physical for the sake of pleasure. Uh, right. And so he, he looked at that and said, yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I really see that now that I was saying it was from God because I wanted it to be. But I really, I see now that it wasn't. And I'm okay with not doing mm. it. And I'm not going to do it. Okay. Right. Um, so my role and our role of the group was uh, what's true. And uh, are you willing to go to truth? Because in my spirit, I can't confirm that what you just said is from God is actually from God. Mm-hmm. And our role is to always be in that spot of checking in. Right. Uh, is, um, is, this, is this of you or not? So like, for example, you know, when, when Jesus, we actually uh, talked about this about authority. Uh, he said to Peter, upon this church, I'm going to build... Uh, upon your confession, I'm going to build my church. You can bind and loose. And then he says, by the way, I'm going to go to my death and, and be resurrected. And Peter says, what? I'll never let that happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus says, what? Get behind me, what? Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, <laughs> Satan. That you just went from receiving revelation mm-hmm. to a statement that isn't true. And he said, because, and this is what Jesus says, you have the things of men in mind, not the things of God. Right. And our role is always to be in that perception process. Is this of you or is this of, of natural desire, self-centeredness? And we have to make a understanding about that. And if we can't confirm that it's of God, we have to pursue that, even with our bosses, even with this leader, even with this organization. Eh, you know what? I'm telling you. Um, I'm telling you that I can't confirm this. Would you be willing to? Mm-hmm. Now, the answer could be, I'm not willing to. I'm going to do it and I'm right. claiming to do it and I'm going to use my power to do it. And God said, and you'd better. Okay. Now, Father, now what? How mm-hmm. do you want me to live this out? How do you want me to process this? And there's no universal answer. It's just process, process, process. Stay true to who you are. God will get you to the truth of that, get you to the place where you can have uh, his, his beautiful life still for you, even in a difficult place, if he says for you to stay there. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, there's no presumption of what that answer is. It's just don't be afraid of it to say, wait a minute, this isn't right. Now, what would you have me do? And what would you have me speak? Even if it means they, they terminate me or even if it means they get rid of me, 
Why? Well, because God has something behind it. He'll take care of me. Um, And he says, stay true to me. And so the beauty of prayer is really illustrated in this whole thing. And that is, Mm -hmm. as far as this concerning you, first of all, don't you ever get in a position where you declare everybody else should follow you. Uh, And secondly, is that uh, what does God have to say and guide you through the ability to understand the truth, speak the truth, and then follow his, his answer for that truth. Uh, and it's, uh, it's really a beautiful thing. And uh, uh, I would just urge you know, everybody to look at that, of uh, enjoy the beauty that we have, which is in any situation, we can, mm-hmm. go, we can go to God uh, and we can hear what he has to say for us and he'll get us through the truth of all that. Excellent. Well, thank you for taking the time to answer that. That was uh, very involved, but I think it's a great example for us to look at how to process that and and just the importance of abiding. Because I do think about, you know, back to one of the points of his questions was, you know, I'm abiding, so I'm okay sitting in this. However, because I'm hearing from God and I'm processing what to do, what about those guys who are sitting under this leadership of whatever sort and, and are not? And I guess my call in that is that just emphasizes the importance of us teaching others to abide. That's right. Because really in any situation we're in, this is what we need to know is how to be able to go into process truth with God right. and come alongside in that yeah. way. So yeah. thank and, you for sharing and that. And remember, we can always, regardless, we can always stay in shalom. We, yes. can, we can stay in freedom. Uh, God will guide us through it. Uh, don't fret. Uh, at the same time, mm-hmm. don't presume your own answer or I have to stay here because of the money. No. Uh, if God says it's time to go, then be willing to trust God. So it's it's right. all about it's all about faith, and it's all about hearing uh, and knowing that. Well, first of all, I got to be in the kingdom, and the kingdom of God mm-hmm. is what righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy yes. Spirit. So if you're there, mm-hmm. it will be it will be lived out that way. Right. Absolutely. Yep. All right. We will see you uh, tomorrow. We'll we'll keep up and uh, press on uh, further about this. Uh, Uh, this whole aspect of uh, the promises and the ability to experience God's promises. Uh, But know that uh, it's a beautiful thing, no matter what you got going, Mm -hmm. uh, that you can live in that, in that beautiful place. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for sending in the question. And if others have questions, be sure to send them in at questions at afjministry.com and we will bring them on air. So thanks so much and have a terrific afternoon. And Father, thank you for that wisdom that you give us and may we live it out. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.